Welcome to the Life at Anchor podcast, where I will be sharing stories, tips and tricks, and having conversations with friends about how to live a creative and intentional life anywhere you may drop anchor. I'm your host, Van Nguyen. I'm a military spouse, proud mama bear to two, avid crafter and memory keeper, and self-proclaimed foodie. And this is episode five. And back with me today, I have my dear friend, my neighbor, fellow military spouse, mother of boys, homeschooling mama, crafting and writing extraordinaire, Sierra Beaton. Welcome back, Sierra. Thank you. It's delightful to be back. Oh, I love always, always love talking with you. And we are back in our normal habitat of my backyard. Uh, 37 degrees outside. Is it 37? It sure is. Yeah, that would be my triple layers at play here. <laughs> You're very much bundled up. What are you working on? I am working on accountability. And I have the podcast to thank for it. <laughs> Because now, instead of it being in my head or, you know, just something, not that you and I aren't good accountability partners, but um, but this is this is a little more external accountability. And in our first and second episodes together, I just shared some things that I was loving or trying and then didn't do it all again <laughs> for weeks. <laughs> so Me too. Me too. <laughs> so um, this is great. It's been spurring me on to say, no, wait, I said I was going to do that. Let's actually do that. So and what are the things that you've... Yoga? That's awesome. I, I know. I went for several weeks, didn't do any, and thought, why am I not doing yoga? And and so I put my kids in front of a show, and I do it for 20 minutes, and it's not... I mean, we're definitely in the stretching phase of yoga. This is not <laughs> This is not anything hardcore. But it's good. It's good just to do it and have that accountability. And then with the goals, I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably dust those off and see what's going on. And <laughs> lo and behold... I got more done this morning than I have had. You know, I, I get a lot done in any given day. But there's a lot of projects that accumulate and whatnot. And today, I had read my stuff yesterday in preparation for our podcast episode. And I was like, I have a few minutes. I'm just going to go ahead and check off these three things on my list that have been sitting there for eight months. And it was great. That's amazing. Yeah. What are you working on? I am making masks again. And that has been on my to-do list for a while. But I finally, like last week... I think I made 24, 30 masks. Kids needed more masks. I needed more masks. And then a friend asked me to make a couple masks for her. What are you loving? I am loving my new slippers. Oh, yes. I have been on a hunt for slippers that keep my feet warm. And I like as much of my leg warm as possible. (laughs) I am not the slide on kind. But they also can't be really hard and rigid because I'm down on the ground a lot playing with the boys or doing whatever. So... I finally found a pair of mucklucks on super sale over the Black Friday, Cyber, whatever, whatever that mess of a sale weekend is, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and ordered it, and I am in love. I want four more pairs, Okay, I'll be good to go. We're going to have to link that in the show notes, because now I want to know about these slippers. Right? They're basically like socks with a rubber sole on the bottom, but I found a pair, and I'm delighted. That's awesome. I guess also in the clothing category I have discovered the softest most comfortable pair of joggers (laughs) they're called the Viore I'll link it but it's some sort of Viore brand that does joggers and shirts and athletic shorts and stuff Uh, and finally what's your gold star I am giving myself a gold star for holding the line on Christmas presents I tried really hard this year to not go crazy and to encourage others to not go crazy on my children's behalf. And I just I had to move the pile of boxes from our guest room up to our closet because my parents came into town and needed their room. And, um, and as I was opening boxes, I was like, hey, I, I did it. I did it. And I was so happy. Now I just need to keep my husband from doing his last minute, you know, 
shebang thing and I'll be good. For today's topic, we are going to reflect on the goals we had for 2020. So Sierra and I had met starting in December chatting about our goals that we had for 2020 because this was going to be a brand new decade. We were going to carpe diem it all the way. And we wrote down our goals based on categories. We exchanged our goals to like comment on them. We were going to be each other's accountability. We had a work session. We did. Then COVID shut down it United States. It made our craft nights hard, which is when we were. Exactly. And so I haven't looked at these since I think March or April. <laughs> but I thought it'd be really good to reflect on where are we? And then on another episode, reflect on what goals, if any, do we have in 2021? So... Well, starting with calendar, I had it listed to, you know, use one, (laughs) 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 write in actual dates and make sure I paid attention to them. And, um, and I did that. So yay me. And it seems like a silly goal, but I was coming off life with newborn twins and whatnot where, you know, I just took whatever came at me and really wasn't paying attention to a calendar for planning. That was under my mind organization. Let's talk about mind organization. Yeah. And so I had planned to do, um, I was calling it a Saturday basket. It's also known as a Sunday basket. And basically it's just supposed to be like dump everything in this basket and then deal with it once a week. You know, go through and open your mail and sort and figure out your tasks and whatnot. And um, I'm a big fan of the get things done plan, but that's all, it's geared for professionals. And so I then gen one that was a little more mom oriented. Anyway, I keep trying to find a way to to keep my brain organized. And uh, so I was going to do a Saturday basket where I did a big check-in and got things done um, and updated all my tasks and current projects. That was a fail. I did none of that. Um, Monthly filing also did not happen and neither did the (laughs) quarterly refresh. So on the whole, the mind organization has been a thumbs down. I wanted to try to do a book a month, habit tracking, I was hoping to do weekly journaling or blogging. Yeah, check my blog. That didn't happen. <laughs> Monthly check-ins with Sierra. That's, I mean, we kind of casually I mean, we, do that. We've done that. Yeah. I have to look back. I don't know if I've actually done one book a month, but I think on overall, it's probably at least a book a month for myself. Habit tracking intermittent. I read Small Atomic Habits yeah. by James Clear, which is a fantastic book. I really enjoyed it. And I had bought the corresponding habit journal that James Clear published, which was great at the very beginning. What I've noticed with these kind of goals that I have is that I'll be really successful in small spurts, like three months here and there, never consistently. But what I do find is that because I've been successful in, you know, even a three month chunk, I know that if I wanted to go back, I could do it. Yeah. And so maybe then in looking for next year, I can distill, well, what was successful and what do I want to keep? And so that list isn't as long. But those were my kind of mind-specific goals. So I had those broken out over a number of other categories. Okay. Um, but, but just piggybacking onto that. So my education, I had to read 36 new books this year. I love how mine's 12 and yours 36. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had, um, it was read 36 new books and then read one book a month by an atypical author, challenging the status quo. So that was my... I think more in line with what you were doing. Yeah. So I just wanted to a read because yeah. that's something I love and am passionate about and really got pushed to the side with kids. I mean, just didn't have the energy or the bandwidth for it. So I was trying to bring that back. And then um, 
per, uh, work through my previously purchased online classes because oh you, yes you are a purchaser of you know cool crafty things I love online classes <laughs> I have quite the collection of them uh, many of which I've started and not completed or I've listened to but haven't actually done the activities or whatever so um, I certainly have enough on my computer or online somewhere to keep me busy for a long long time so those are my things tied to that. And then, you know, for personal self-care, it was like wake up at five, do a no-spend challenge for five weeks, create a monthly meal plan, things like that. But I did. So I do get a gold star for my book stuff because hey. I have I have done that. I have more than, I've read more than 36 books at this point. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> 36 felt like a real stretch at the beginning of the year. Yeah. And, and I... I hit that, I think, in Jan- July. Um, How many, have you actually counted? Well, I've been keeping track on Goodreads of everything I read on the Kindle. Oh, and okay. So, um, I, and really, that's because Kindle does it for me. <laughs> I just activated that feature. Yeah. Um, but when you put all the Audible books on that and then all the books I've been reading that are school-related, um, because, I, I mean, I'm still reading those books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, I'm, I'm close to 50 now. So that was great. And within that, I hit my, you know, at least one book a month that, you know, really challenged me to think about things differently. So it's amazing, right? So I feel like I have made headway in that. And that's what I was saying when I actually read over these, I was like, you know, I didn't do too bad. I've done nothing with classes, although I did <laughs> stop buying them. So that's probably my, <laughs> my win. Okay. What next should we chat about? Okay. So up next on my list, I have memory keeping. Oh, perfect. My favorite. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I had some ambitious goals, which ironically were toned down from the, you know, like buy in the sky plans. <laughs> um, and I was going to do an annual photo book, like stay on, start making it and stay on top of it every month. And I was going to um, add to the individual family albums that I have. Also do the Allie Edwards story kit. I was going to do a catch-all book of just like, here's my play, here's my fun, do whatever. So that was all scrapbooking stuff. Um, And then I also was going to journal daily in Evernote, write quarterly updates on the kids, complete the week in the life project, complete a December daily, and do a weekly craft night with Fan. And (laughs) I will say that uh, despite me not, like if I were to go by this list, it would be a thumbs down. However, I pivoted. And I'm actually quite happy with where the pivot went. And so I, one of my hangups was my blog. And I used to be on a, um, at a different blog host that was really frustrating for me. And so mid-year, Aiden wanted to start a blog about dinosaurs. And I said, cool, let's just start over. So we, I switched just all to WordPress, started there. And it's been so much easier to blog. So I started doing my monthly updates again. And I've been so happy with that. I love your monthly updates. You're such a good writer. And because I physically see kind of the month as it has, you know, transpired, it, it, it's so lovely. I love them so much. Thank you. Well, I really like them too. And so to me, it, it kind of checks that annual photo book box and it checks the daily journaling because I don't actually need daily journaling. I just wanted to capture the little things throughout the month in addition to the big stuff. And I'm, I'm doing that. So um, a couple times a week, I just pop on and make a note to myself, and then I flesh it out as the it, at the end of the month when I'm going to post. But the post has you know my words and pictures and whatever, and it kind of does all the things, and it it 
I don't know. Anyway, so I've actually been quite happy with that. And that will be my new EQ oh, going great. forward. Is, as long as that gets done every month, the rest of it, I'll do whenever my kids move out of my house. <laughs> okay, I think that's up. fantastic. So, And, you know, Allie Edwards, even when she talks about her memory keeping, she's like, it's the pictures, it's the words and the photos that are on my blog. So to do that, I think, is half the battle. Because when you actually finally can sit down to print or write down or distill or decorate, you've, you've forgotten that, you know, those nuances. Yeah, well, and also... I mean, even the stuff I have done, I mean, it was great for me, but my family's not looking at it. Yeah. I mean, that became really clear and certainly nobody who lives outside my house. So the blog allows it to be a permanent record that others can access. My family has been so happy that I started it again. So it's really been a win. So my 2020 goals are a fail, but my 2020 memory keeping has been a thumbs up. I don't know. I don't feel like it's been a fail so far. So far, it seems like you're doing really well. That's what I'm saying. I, I actually, I was, I totally thought that it yeah. would be a bust. And when I went through this list, I was like, actually, <laughs> not too bad. Yeah. My 2020 memory goals, my EQ is rule number one, um, the monthly chat books. Yes. So chat books, you can basically for $5 a month, which includes shipping, they will send you this tiny little cute, you know, five by five or six by six photo book, paperback, with whatever 30 pictures you decide to upload. And you have to do it every, you don't have to do it every month, but it's just whatever pictures from that month. And I have been on top of it. And looking through them are these great little snippets of our month. The goal was also, though, to do a corresponding monthly stories, very inspired by your Around Here blog posts, which I haven't done. But I think because the chat books are there and they represent the biggest memories that I wanted to preserve. Or if that's what 2020 was, and it's just these chat books inside an album, then I think I'm okay with that. Because there's so many other years from the past I haven't, you know, finished. 2019 December Daily was an EQ. I finished that. You did. It is gorgeous. You did. (laughs) It is three, what is it, three by eight albums. It was huge. And it was, it was really fun. And it was a project that I enjoyed for the process of memory keeping, but also for the fun and play that you and I actually both got to participate in last year. Cause we, I started working on the December daily in November, like making all those pages. So now that it's done, it's sitting inside the living room out for anybody to see. And, um, I've enjoyed that. And for this year's December daily, what I've decided to do is I have a private Instagram account where it's just me, nobody's there. And I will every day just upload whatever pictures from the day and do a little snippet, very much like what you're saying for the blog or what Allie does too, is so that later on when I finally am ready to document it, I'll have the pictures and the words already selected. So I have kept up with that. And then the other kind of EQ was catching up with past years, like albums, project, lifestyle, and I don't think I did any of that this year. Well, that's not, I mean, you did. You did made I? really good progress earlier in the year, and then we kind of fell off I that. See, I don't even remember. You did. You did. <laughs> okay. You knocked out the 2013 album. Finished that this Whatever. year? You, you did. You completed a whole album. Oh. Or it was just early in the year. When, oh, okay. You know, so it was a long time ago, but I think you did it. And then the other goals I had for memory keeping was my 2020 Week in Life, which I finished. Love that album. 2020 Day in the Life. You know, I've decided I am not a day in the life person. <laughs> That's okay. I, I think the December. A lot of work. I know. I think the December daily, the week in the life, and just the chat books have been really great. Okay, let's chat about health. Okay. Well, I, my my powerful sentence is "Be the best me I can be." Well, I love it. 
while still maintaining my sanity and perspective. Treat it like the life or death issue it is. Oh, I remember chatting about this last year. Yeah, and that one was a big thing for me because it's hard. I am not motivated by, you know, like, I just want to fit in these jeans or I just want to do whatever. Like, that doesn't do it for me. And so I had to really think about long-term health-wise, what do I need to be doing so that I can still be doing this 40, you know, or 50, hopefully, years from now. Yeah. Um, and that it truly is a life or death issue. It's just a little bit farther out. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I had focused exercise 30 minutes, uh, according to my Apple watch, because apparently that's different than my version of 30 minutes. <laughs> really? So my Apple watch had to decide that I'd actually exercised for 30 minutes, four to five days a week, yoga several times a week, um, to add additional vegetables to most meals, stop eating after dinner most days of the year. Remember that food is fuel. It can be enjoyable fuel, but its primary purpose is as fuel. And to close the rings on my Apple Watch. And uh, this one's a mixed bag because when, again, COVID, I kind of fell off the watch thing. But I I was was going strong for um, the first half of the year on all of these things. And then um, I have... I fell off the regular exercise piece, but I held on to and really committed to the food piece. And yes. I've done great on that. And so overall, I'm, I'm okay. That's great. Yeah. How about you? So my movement goals was 10,000 steps minimum five times a week. Because unlike Sierra, I can easily only get 3,000 steps in a day because I sit on my butt working. And my kids are not toddlers. So I don't have to chase them around. Um, 15 minutes outside, regardless of weather. I've noticed that when you do sit inside all day and don't go outside, I think quality of mind was just decreased. So I wanted to make sure that regardless, I would just go, if it's for a walk or sitting outside the deck or even just doing yard work to be outside, 30 minutes of exercise three times a week. Yeah, utter fail, I think, on all of them. Because, <laughs> I mean, I have a Fitbit, which I love, and... There were, I mean, actually, there were a couple of months where I was really on top of my movement goals. And I think we had chatted about it before when I was focused on running on the Peloton with the Peloton app, you know, taking walks outside, exercising and really enjoying it. But um, I had had a surgery that had some unexpected side effects. And so I haven't been able to recover from that. And that was in August. You know, hopefully post holidays, be able to jump back on it. I think that's the biggest thing I need to work on. And as far as my meal goals was trying to do real food. Unlike you who eats very healthy, I can easily default to packaged, processed, you know, convenience foods. Um, I wanted to meal plan and um, also track my meals. You know, I'd give myself a C probably. I mean, there, there are weeks where I was great on the real food and then, you know, things get busy and you get tired and you default back to your bad habits. Meal planning, as far as like the past couple weeks, here's a gold star. I've been cooking and meal planning really, really well. So in movement, thumbs down. Meals, I'm going to give myself like a sideway thumbs. <laughs> so, oh well. <laughs> on the meal planning topic, because that was a separate breakout for me. Yeah. I had, my big goal this year was to um, figure out a rotating menu, a two-week rotating menu, because I love to cook, but my children, um, and they love to eat. It's just that each of them like to eat different things, and it was a very frustrating experience for me to spend this time making something and then have one or more of them be like, eh, 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 
Yeah. And they still have to eat it, but now I have to listen to them groan about it. So, and I have to say that was, that was a like positive COVID change because I actually took the time to do that this summer and we sat down as family and, you know, said, here are the meals that everybody likes and here's what I can live with because I, I am not a person who enjoys eating the same thing not even day after day, but even week after week. Like I need variety in my life, my food life. And, um, and yeah, so we did that and we did it all through the summer. And at the end of every month we would say, okay, what is everyone tired of? Like, what do we need to swap out and do whatever? And that was really great. What I haven't done is updated it for the winter, like the fall cold weather stuff. And so I need to do that, but I got to say on the whole, I had also planned to do a meal swap with you. Well, we were doing meal swap earlier. And then, yeah. And we could go back to doing that more specifically now. But um, that just kind of fell to the side with everything else. Yeah. Um, and freezer meals and whatnot. That that didn't happen. But I was really happy that I did, in fact, embrace the two-year or the two-week meal yeah. plan. So that's awesome. I, with meal planning for me, I have like a generic weekly menu yeah and I had told you it's category so it's like meatless Monday taco Tuesdays you know and so forth and I use that as a template when I meal plan and I agree sometimes I'm just kind of sick of ground turkey tacos and mm-hmm. I need something else but we do a lot of bowls or assemblies assembly style so that if I make a taco for example they can put their own filling and do whatever or if they don't want to have tacos they can do it as a nachos or even a bowl, oh, yeah. And I will, I will do like a cauliflower rice bowl, taco bowl. While they might have, like Charlotte might have nachos, or Benjamin might have tacos, just because all of the ingredients are relatively the same. That's a good idea. And then I think they enjoy it more because they have ownership of that. Um, and we do that with like sometimes with rice and with pasta. Bar is a really big. I'll make a big batch of fresh pasta. Um, we'll have pesto sauce, meat. You can add it, add whatever you want or don't want to add it. You have to have your veg, you know, put it inside or put it to the side. Um, and that has always worked out pretty well. So another category, what do you have? I've got house and money management, make family and friends. How about you? I think we have left travel, personal self-care, <laughs> travel, family. Okay. Yeah. Well, travel, travel is just the best, but I am not taking that as a personal fail on my part because- so- so what, I tried. <laughs> what were your travel goals? Um, so I have a monthly vacation. So, you know, we don't have oh. that much time in the area and we were going to go out and explore. A week-long trip with Reagan. This was going to be our first kid-free vacation since we had kids. So now on 10 years. And um, a week-long trailer trip, renting a trailer and going with the kids. We did that last year and had a great time. Yeah. And then two long weekend trips to somewhere, you know, in the semi-local area. And um, COVID killed almost all of those. <laughs> we did make the, um, we did a long weekend in February yeah. uh, for the boys' birthday, which is so funny. And we did actually, to be fair, we did as a family go this summer. Yeah. Um, we found a way to be COVID friendly. So it wasn't a complete fail, but um, it definitely wasn't what I had in mind. I yeah. was supposed to be in Scotland <laughs> I know. this fall. and. <laughs> That did not happen. Uh, it's hard too because because of the nature of our transient lives. It's not like you can just postpone some of those plans and be like, "We'll just do it next year." Right. Yeah, no. I mean that the ship has sailed, and it unfortunately is you know. Hopefully, you can recreate it in a different type of way. 
Yeah. But it is, that is. Well, and we have, I mean, not only in location, but ours is very job dependent. Yeah. So any year that we move, it's basically a year long moratorium yeah. on vacations as a family because Reagan just doesn't like to leave. I mean, yeah. he's figuring out his job. He's yeah. not comfortable. Um, you know, and I get it. I yeah. get it. But it's basically a year long moratorium. So with a potential move coming up this summer, I mean, we're into 20, late 2022 before this is even an yeah. option again. Um, so that was a bummer. But I will say we did a lot of backyard camping. Yes. Which was awesome. Yes. And it turns out that was a good thing because yeah. Reagan had grand plans of camping in places. And <laughs> more than one night, we had to put at least one child to bed in oh, his really? room and then carry a sleeping child back to the tent when it was time <laughs> because it just wasn't working out. So it was good that we did camping in the backyard where we could kind of ease into it. And I think next year, yeah, that'll be a much um, smoother transition into camping in a real way. Yeah. And hopefully I can't wait to hear about the trailer camping because I know you did that one trip last year. Our littles are three and they don't have a concept of permanence, really, not for dates, time, anything, and also not for where we go. So at this point, they think we have a mountain ha- cabin. <laughs> they think we have a beach <laughs> vacation house. They think we have a trailer hidden away somewhere because they've been in these places and they're like, let's go back to our beach vacation house. And we're like, yeah, no, see, that's that, that wasn't ours. We just borrowed it for a little bit. <laughs> I love that though. I got to want to be like, yeah, this is our house. Oh, we sold it. <laughs> we had it yeah. for a week. Yeah, but when they just tell us to perfect strangers, we're like... No, <laughs> no, no, sorry. <laughs> no, we had all these um, grand travel plans before Justin started Pipeline as well. And we talk about our plans being attached to our spouse's jobs because we knew once as, as soon as Justin started his Pipeline for training and then showed it, went back to sea, there was a, a pause in all family vacations for the most part. And, you know, like everybody else in the world, they all got canceled. Even though we lost those those trips... It was a lot more focused family time at home. Oh, yeah. We had a couple days where we would do like family day and every every person in the family was responsible for choosing a family activity. So, you know, Benjamin made an obstacle course or, or maybe Charlotte made the obstacle course. Benjamin made a game and I was in charge of a craft. And those are really fun. And I think the kids, the kids have us so infrequently completely focused on them that I think not traveling, especially right before Justin was going to training, was really a silver lining to mm-hmm. it. So, yeah. And as far as travel plans in the future for us, it's just wherever Justin is, hopefully we can fly and visit him. Yeah. <laughs> for family and friends, as far as my goals were, Carter message to a friend once a month, date days with Justin once a month, fam- a big family trip twice a year, doing a craft project with the kids once a year, um, and having bedtime stories and reading with the kids you know, five times a week. Uh, <laughs> the last half at least has done. Yeah, has I'd have done. to say the last half. Like, you know, the cards and messages to the friends. I had thought, because I, I do like making cards. It's part of the the paper crafting that I enjoy. Didn't happen. I would still like to. I mean, that's not a, a huge goal, but um, a huge task. I mean, um, date nights obviously didn't happen. But yeah, I still we still did family trips. I still craft with the kids. I don't know if it's necessarily a directed craft once a month, but we just kind of do it impromptu style. Both of the kids actually during COVID have started sewing. So say you do some pretty big crafts. Yeah. Every time I see what you're doing, I'm like, yeah. yeah here, so- kids, here's some glitter glue and paper. <laughs> yeah, Benjamin or Charlotte would just be like, mom, can we have your, your fabric um, scrap bin? 
And Benjamin's like, oh, look, can I like sew a quilt top? Or Charlotte will do it, or they'll just get whatever boxes and make, like they made their elf, elf a COVID cabin, which is so cute. And bedtime story, now that Benjamin's older, being able to read kind of chapter longer, complicated books has been really fun. And also because Justin has not been home, we have driven to see him in his hotel room. And so I think those, I think those count as family trips. They do. Yeah. So family time. Um, we played a lot of games. Like, yes. Ticket to Ride has been the game of the year in our family. And we now have two versions of it. <laughs> ticket to Ride and Ticket to Ride Europe. But yeah, we love the Ticket to Ride series. And it's great because now that Benjamin is older, he's eight, he can play the strategy games. I would say the downside of these games is that Justin wins every single time. Charlotte has beaten him a couple times. Benjamin and I never win. <laughs> so we've, we've, we've learned in our excessive game playing this year Charlotte is the master of exploding kittens. You cannot beat that child. Justin wins Ticket to Ride all of the time. Benjamin does pretty well in Uno, and apparently I don't win at anything. <laughs> <laughs> so mom just plays along and everyone makes fun of me. So overall, yeah. I have to say, I, I feel like this wasn't a total loss. It wasn't a dump fire here. <laughs> See, I told you. Once you start reading through and thinking about it, yeah. I mean, we did make forward progress on our stuff. And and if nothing else, we actually had a really good family year. Yes. And I feel good about, you know, some of the practices that were implemented that I hadn't been planning on. And, yeah. and I feel totally fine letting go of some of the things that are on here. And I'm like, yeah, that's not important to me anymore. Yeah. Well, I am looking forward to when we get to chat about looking forward to 2021, distilling what we've learned from this year and focusing on the future. So yeah. thanks so much for coming. It was a pleasure as always. Um, thanks so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life at Anchor podcast. You can follow me, Made by Van, on Instagram or Facebook. You can also find me at my website, lifeatanchor.com. I hope that you'll join me for our next episode.